olvides que este audio viene con la transcripción completa. Más información al final. Diálogos en inglés 25. Historias de Nueva York. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos a otro capítulo de Amigos Ingleses, Diálogos en Inglés Podcast. Antes de empezar, quería recordaros que estamos trabajando con italki, el mejor sitio del web donde puedes practicar tu inglés con un profesor nativo. Y además tenemos una oferta para nuestros seguidores. Si quieres conseguir una clase gratis con tu primera compra, simplemente ve a amigosingleses.com barra italki y allí verás la oferta que tenemos para vosotros. Entonces, empezamos. Let's begin. Hello, Isabel. How are you today? I'm amazingly well. And you? I'm very well as well. Thank you. Yes. And uh, so today we're, we're talking about Humans of New York, a really interesting blog. What can you tell us about it, Isabel? Because you're the one who discovered this blog. Well, it's a very simple idea, but it's very clever because this is a photographer and a blogger who was brought up in New York. Se llama Brandon Stanton. And, well, he had this idea of going around New York City and stopping people, uh, have a chat with them and see if they had any interesting stories to share, life stories. Sometimes it's not the story, it's just a line and uh, he takes a photo of a person on the street and then he posts the stories on his blog. So popular on Facebook, I think they've got 15 million followers and on Instagram they've got 4.1 million followers. And they've also got a book available on Amazon, which is a number one best-selling book. Mm. Why, why do you think it's so popular, Isabel? Why are people so crazy about this website? It's mm. very, very interesting. And there are some stories that are really shocking. And there are dramas. Uh, there are, of course, uh, happy stories. Yeah. People really empathize. Yes with the storytellers mm -hmm. and sometimes I've read stories that almost made me cry or sometimes probably I cried with a sad story. I felt yeah. like I knew that person. I really liked it when you showed it to me because you look at the picture first of the person, you kind of imagine what kind of a person they are mm. and you can be really surprised by their story. So it kind of teaches you not to judge Books by their covers. Yeah. <laughs> never judge a book by its cover. Yeah, no juzgar a un libro por su portada, ¿no? So what are we going to do in this podcast? We're going to read some of the stories, aren't we? Yeah, we've just uh, gone through all the stories that they have. They post around three stories every day. We just took some of the ones that we liked or that surprised us. And yeah, we're going to share them with you. So we will first describe the person on the photo, mm -hmm. then we will tell you the story, and then we're going to read the comments uh, that people left. Yes. And then after, perhaps we'll try and tell some stories of our own. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Okay, so we're going to travel now all the way to the Big Apple, to the streets of New York City.
Okay, so let's begin. Let's talk about the first story from Humans of New York. So the picture, what can we see, Isabel, in this first picture? Uh, there is a very tall woman and a man, and I think they look like a couple, but they could be friends as well. Yeah, they're in their 40s, perhaps? Yeah, something like that. And they've got uh, two dogs. They've mm -hmm. got one dog each. Uh, the woman is holding the lead of her dogs. Está sujetando la, la cadena del perro. She has a, a grey dog. It looks similar to a Labrador, no? Something mm -hmm. like that. And she's wearing a, a black coat and a black uh, hat. Yeah. And she's got blonde hair and glasses. Yeah, and she's not smiling. She's looking directly no. at the camera. Yeah, she looks quite serious. And she's wearing um, white trousers, uh, sandals. He's wearing a white jacket and some trousers. And they're both standing in the street looking at the camera. So they look like quite friendly people. It looks like they're just outside a park. Maybe, maybe. Central Park. No? Maybe, yeah. Okay, so this is a very short story. It's mm -hmm. not really a story, it's just uh, a little quote. Mm -hmm. And so they say, I think if you want to accomplish something big, you need to be a bit shaken. And we've gotten a bit too comfortable here. So we're going to move to California and see what happens. Mm. Mm -hmm. So what, what does he mean by a bit shaken? Yeah. To shake... Yeah, like in an earthquake. Yeah. So what does he mean with this? Just if, if you live somewhere for too long, you can get stuck in the routine. So it's a bit yeah. like what we did. Yeah, that when you get too comfortable, then there are no challenges. You don't take any risk. You just stay in the same place. Yeah. Like a vegetable, como un vegetal. Yeah. <laughs> But it's funny that he doesn't have a plan. He doesn't say, we're well, planning to go to California and do whatever there and find a job or do he just says let's move there and see what happens yeah well good luck to them <laughs> and there's some comments it says bravery something i need mm. and another comment if nyc is comfortable california will be easy peasy <laughs> and what's the last comment on this story uh, someone says so true stepping outside your comfort zone is the best way to evolve to live yes mm, yeah this is something that you hear a lot no that amazing things happen when you get out of your comfort zone absolutely and i wonder if any of our listeners have made a big change in their lives and moved to another country a foreign country i'm sure there's people listening that have done the similar thing so let us know your thoughts on this story and and i'm sure you'll agree you learn a lot when you move abroad it's nice to get a different perspective move out of your town okay what about story two Isabel you can describe the picture what can we see uh, in this picture there is a woman uh, she's in a restaurant but she's outside uh, in the terrace on the terrace on the terrace sorry she's on the terrace she looks like she's having lunch she has a glass of wine and she's also reading a magazine probably how old is she She's uh, probably in her 60s and she's got short white hair. She wears glasses and she's wearing a burgundy shirt. Burgundy yeah. is uh, granate. Yep. It's that color. 
She's wearing sandals. It look it looks like it's summer, and she's sitting on a red chair. And there are some nice uh, plants next to her. Uh huh. And she's not smiling. She's not smiling. But she, she looks has... like a nice lady, doesn't she? Mm, bueno, maybe she could have also a grumpy side. I don't know. <laughs> you don't really know if she's happy or if she's uh, annoyed. She seems like a nice lady, though. I think. Hopefully. Well, let's who knows? See. Let's let's read her story. Let's see what she has to tell us. Shall I read it or do you want to read yeah, it? Yeah, read it. So she says, I've spent my life trying to undo habits, especially habits of thinking. They narrow your interaction with the world. They're the phrases that come easily to your mind, like, I know what I think, or I know what I like, or I know what's going to happen today. If you just replace no with don't know, then you start to move into the unknown. And that's where the interesting stuff happens. Ooh. I love this. This is one of my favorites. It's not really a story, but I feel like I've learned so much uh, from this woman. The moment I read this story, I felt like I could see a light. I don't know. It's it was a strange feeling and I'm putting this into practice and mm. it's true how much more how more interesting everything becomes when you just how much more interesting how much more interesting everything becomes when you just don't assume things because we assume things all the time no and you yeah instead of the oh yeah this is going to happen and today I'm going to have a horrible day at work and my boss is going to come and tell me this just change it for I will go here. Well, actually, yeah, I don't know what what will happen tonight. Uh, the future is uncertain now. Yeah. So this makes you get a feeling of excitement. So don't just assume you know what's going to happen mm. in your day. Just replace no with don't know. Yeah, just make make your life more interesting just with the way you think. Something yeah. that you can control anytime. Wow, that's good, good advice from her. Maybe yes. she's a psychologist. She's a very clever lady. And what were the reactions, Philip? Some of the comments on Facebook were, what an interesting way to live your life. Mm. And also, uh, you open yourself up to possibility instead of closing yourself off to habit. I love it. <laughs> and someone else said, it's not the fear of the unknown, but the challenge. And that's what makes life fun. Wow. Yeah, I love it. And this website is actually a really good way just to practice your English a little bit each day. Of course. Yeah, because you can read the comments that people leave because there is so much uh, reaction. There is a big impact yeah, on the followers. So you can, I like going through all the comments and yes. reading what people and sometimes people tell their stories as well. Yeah. People uh, ha who have similar stories. Yeah, and it's all in English, so yeah, it's a really good way. Anyway, story three, mm -hmm. um, we can see a very young child. Maybe he's, how old do you think he is, Isabel? Maybe he's, he's very young, maybe eight years old. Seven or eight. He's sitting on some steps just outside his house, I imagine. Mm, looks like the typical New York uh Building now with yeah. uh, the main entrance on the stairs. Mm -hmm. But 
this child is, I think he's crying, isn't he? Yes, uh, his face is a bit red and he looks uh, very sad. He looks very worried. Yes. What does he say? He says, I'm homosexual. Homosexual. Uh, I'm homosexual and I'm afraid about what my future will be and that people won't like me. Oh dear. Oh. Poor child. That's uh, very tough, ¿no? Eso es muy duro lo que ha dicho. Entonces, este niño eh, ya ha hecho algo eh, que se llama salir del armario. Yeah. Hay un dicho, ¿no? Salir del armario. ¿Cómo se dice en inglés? To come out of the closet. The closet. Yeah, or just to come out. But actually, we don't know if he's come out, but he's told the photographer that he's homosexual. Maybe he's crying because... Well, no, he has come out. He's on Humans of New York. 15 million people have read his story. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But maybe his family don't know. Maybe he hasn't told his family. Well, I'm sure they know by now. But yeah, poor child. I hope he will be okay. People are much more open nowadays. I'm sure he will be fine. But the comment that got the most likes is from someone very, very famous in the United States and, well, all over the world. Yeah. And who was that, Philip? Hillary Clinton. And she said, uh, prediction from a grown-up. Your future is going to be amazing. You will surprise yourself with what you are capable of and the incredible things you go on to do. Find the people who love and believe in you. There will be lots of them. Oh. So Hillary Clinton follows Humans of New York. Yeah, and she made a comment and then Humans of New York, they replied to her, no? But yeah. they never replied to anyone else. Hmm. And what, did they, what do they say? Thanks for this, Mrs. Clinton. Mmm. Okay. That's funny. So, yeah, I'm sure, well, he's feeling a bit confused and a bit sad at the moment, but... In the future, I'm sure he'll be fine. Could be hard for him at school, no? Well, he anything bullied, that bullied makes you school. yeah, different from the other students, no? That children can be very cruel without realizing how much they can hurt you, no? Yeah, definitely. They used to call me giraffe at school. Yeah? Yes, but look, now I'm they fine. They called you giraffe because <laughs> you have a very long neck. <laughs> no. <laughs> Because uh, I was really, really tall. Yeah, I was much taller than the the boys in my class. The boys. The boys. And you, Philip, did you have any... Boys. ¿Cómo se dice? Mote o... Uh, they used to Apollo? call me... What do they used to call me? Satellite ears. <laughs> Sorry, but... <laughs> Thanks, Isabel. It's just funny because, you know, in my class... Uh, there is always a person with uh, ears a little bit bigger no, than the others, yeah. but you usually call them Dumbo, not satellite ears. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for laughing. I was very creative. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that. I was a bit sensitive about my ears, but well. Is that why you have long hair? Yes. Well, I've got <laughs> short hair now. <laughs> Okay, and uh, wait, I can wait to read the next story. And Philip, tell me, who is in the photo? We can see a young woman. She's probably in her 20s, 
her late 20s, maybe her early 30s. She looks very friendly. She's smiling and she's sat outside a cafe on the terrace. Um, she's having a coffee and she's got a folder on her lap. Mm-hmm. Her lap is so regazo, no? Well, it's like the top of her legs. Yes. So I imagine she's probably a student. Um, do you think? Uh, she could be, but I think she's uh, probably more than a student, a little bit older, maybe in her yeah. 30s. And she's wearing a scarf around her neck. She's wearing a yellow cardigan. What is a cardigan, Philip? A cardigan is like a jumper with buttons down the front. Una chaquetita, ¿no? Un, yes. Sí. Una chaqueta como de punto o de lana. So what's her story is about? She said, I was visiting from California when I met him. I was with a bridal shower at the bar on Long Island. What is a bridal shower, Philip? Just in case they don't know. Um, a bridal shower is like a celebration for a bride, I think. Mm-hmm. So she said, I was with a bridal shower at the bar on Long Island. And he seemed so different than all the other guys there. We danced for hours and we went outside and sat on a dock and talked all night long. Talked. Talked all night long. All night long. All, all night. night. All Ay, perdona. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we spent the next three weeks together before I returned home. Ah, so she wasn't from New York. No, yeah. she was ah, yeah. visiting from I was from visiting California. from California, it's true. Soon he came out to visit me and when he left, believe it or not, He put a Humans of New York book on my bed with a letter inside that said, I want you to come to New York. So I did. And we dated for a year. (gasps) Then he dumped me on Valentine's Day. Yes. Whoa. (laughs) What an ending, no? I didn't see this coming. And what is uh, to dump someone? Well, to dump means to throw away something. Yeah, it's como tirar a la basura, tirar un yeah. trasto a la basura, to dump. Like, for example, if you have a, a sofa, yeah. you can't really throw it in the bin, so you just dump it somewhere. Yeah, it's como si estuvieras hablando de un objeto. It's quite uh, rude, yeah. ¿Cuál sería la forma de decir eh, he dejado a alguien, no? O me he separado de alguien de forma más formal? Um, we broke up. Maybe, or mm-hmm. he left me, you could say. Oh, there is another one, no? Split. Um, we split up. Yeah, we broke up, we split up, or just um, she left me or he left me. Mm. That's uh, really annoying, no? If someone's gonna split up with you, they could choose. Well, for me, Valentine's Day is not important, really, but I don't know. It's, uh, they He could have chosen a different day, no? Perhaps there was another woman involved and he wanted to spend (laughs) Valentine's Day with her. (laughs) Maybe. And, okay, let's see uh, the comments. Uh, What do people say? How did they react to this story? Um, Someone said, the look on his face right about now. (laughs) This person is... That's a good point. This person is imagining what his face must look like when he's reading her story in Humans of New York because he was obviously a fan of Humans of New York because he bought her the mm. book. The love story began when he left this book and he asked her to move 
to New York with her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was obviously a fan and now she's there on Humans of New York with uh, millions of people reading her story about how, what an idiot he was. Mm. And she has a lovely smile on her face and she just looks so happy. Yeah. And what other comments are there? You look so happy now. Our experiences only make life more rewarding. Hmm. And someone else says, life does tend to get more interesting when you follow your heart. Hard, but interesting. I don't see regret on that face. Yeah. Mm. She looks very happy. Yeah, she doesn't regret uh, means uh, que no se arrepiente, ¿no? She followed her heart. Yeah. No, se dejó llevar por sus sentimientos. And she should remember that there are plenty more fish in the sea. <laughs> okay, let's move on. That was a good story. And what do we have here? <laughs> this is story number five. And the picture shows two elderly women sat on a bench in the park. Elderly women means ancianas, ¿no? Unas mujeres ma muy mayores. Uh-huh, yeah. So we can see two elderly women and they look quite friendly. They must be <laughs> in their 70s or 80s. Mm. And they are quite well dressed. And they're sitting together. I imagine they've been friends for a long time, perhaps all their lives. Mm. And they're wearing sunglasses because it's a nice sunny day. Mm. I think they are in Central Park, probably, no? Yes, yeah. And they look smiling, no? They seem like really lovely women. Yeah, and I imagine they've just met each other for a chat and maybe maybe they're going to go for lunch together. Mm -hmm. And I wonder what their story is. Let's have a look. Ah. Let's see. It's a very short story. Let's read it, Philip. So it says, We met 25 years ago. In an English class. Mm. Mm. <laughs> there are normally four of us together. Oh. I'm from Russia. She's from Azerbaijan. The Moldovan and the Ukrainian couldn't make it. Mm. Mm. For this, I was a bit uh, confused. What do you understand? when? What are the, the thoughts that you have right now after reading this? Where are the other two friends, do you think? Well, she says they couldn't make it, so I assume they're not dead. I think uh, they're yeah. probably... Well, maybe they've gone home to visit their own countries, or maybe they are dead, I don't know. Yeah, they, because when I read this, uh, the first thought that I had was that they had died already. Mm. And they were the the two that had survived, and they were still friends, and they, they just met and they chat about... When you know the old days when they go, went to English class, class. Hmm. Well, who knows? Maybe they couldn't make it because they're in hospital, or maybe they couldn't make it because because hmm. they yeah. are dead. Es que tú has entendido, no han podido venir, ¿no? Yo entendí como no fueron capaces de llegar hasta aquí o algo así. I wonder where they are. And someone in the comments said you should have a separate page, the coolest grannies of New York. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they are. They look quite cool. And granny, what is a granny? A granny is an old person. It's como una abuelita, no? Yeah. It comes from grandmother, no? Yeah, granny, grandmother. Granny. Okay, and let's move on to story number six. I really, really love this one. Yes. And tell me, Philip, what 
What can you see in the picture? We can see a police officer, an NYPD police officer. And he's a black man in his 50s. And he's wearing a uniform, a police uniform and a policeman's hat. Mm -hmm. And I think he's maybe in the underground or he's somewhere. Mm. Indoors, no? Yeah. He looks quite happy and friendly. Mm-hmm. And what's his story, Isabel? He says, I've played at nightclubs and concerts all across the Caribbean. I'm only doing this job for survival. I came to America to be famous. Wow. Wow, he's very confident. I never would have thought that he was a singer. <laughs> but I will never have thought that a police, uh, a policeman will tell you, I came to America to be famous. Well, you know, I think... It's quite difficult to be famous in America. And well, it, he's very, very confident and he knows what he wants. America is the land of dreams. So yeah, but uh, lots of people go there to, to follow their dreams. Yeah, and it also for musicians, no? It's such a competitive city in New York. It would be so tough. Yes. And someone posted in the comments. Someone posted a, a photo of an album where he's he's in the cover, no? Está en la portada del del disco. Igual no sé si es un CD o un vinilo. Mm. Eh, y, y aparece él con gafas. Yeah, it's him. Sol. And he's <laughs> he's he looks much younger though. Yeah, and he has yeah like a Caribbean uh, fashion style, no? Yeah, it's very funny. And what's the title on the on the album? The title is Midnight to Morning. <laughs> He's dressed in a kind of 70s shirt. Mm -hmm. And uh, he looks quite professional. <laughs> so, That's funny. So he must have been quite famous in the Caribbean. And then when he moved to New York, perhaps it wasn't as easy as he had hoped. And he changed his career and became a, a policeman. But Yeah, it's quite a different... Um job isn't it mm, that must have been a big change for him mm, I think you can see it in his face no? he looks happy but he looks a bit worn out as well yeah okay and we've got a couple more stories for you so this is story number seven and we can see a man he looks like a quite a friendly looking man and he's probably in his 50s and he's unshaven he has a bit of stubble Quiere decir que no se ha afeitado, ¿no? It looks like he's got a cataract in one of his mm, eyes. Una catarata. But yeah. one of his eyes is blue and the other one is brown. Yeah. So I don't know what happened to his eye, but it doesn't look normal. And what about his hair and his expression? He looks quite friendly and he's smiling and he's got, well, grey hair. And uh, I see that he's got a lot of arrugas. Tiene la piel yeah. muy arrugada. ¿Cómo se dice en inglés? He has wrinkly skin. He has wrinkles. Wrinkles. Yeah. Mm. Arrugas. And uh, so his story says, Right after I lost vision in my eye, I was so bad at walking that I ran into a girl eating ice cream and knocked her cone out of her hand. She screamed, are you blind? 
I turned to her and said, I am blind, actually. I'm so sorry, I'll buy you a new cone. And she said, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Don't worry, it's no problem at all. I'll buy another one. So we walked into the ice cream store together. And the clerk said, I heard the whole thing. Ice cream is free. Ah, that's so nice. It's a nice story. Can you explain what is uh, to run into? I run into a girl eating ice cream. What is to run into someone? It means that you bumped into them mm -hmm. accidentally, no? Yeah, it's como chocarse, no? Yeah. Con alguien. He knocked, I knocked her cone. To knock is like to hit. Mm. And her cone well she was eating an ice cream with a cone and mm. it came out of her hand and went onto the floor mm -hmm. that must have been yeah. annoying lo golpeó no golpeó el cono del helado y se cayó so you can imagine she came she comes out of the ice cream store with her lovely ice cream she licks it once and then this guy bumps into her <laughs> but she overreacted a little bit she was very angry mm. she said Are you blind? That well, I think everyone will overreact. But, I mean, accidents happen. It's not mm. a nice thing to, yeah, well, I don't to know. say. Yeah, I don't know how it happened. But well, but yeah. New Yorkers are pretty famous for being very um, blunt and quite aggressive. I guess, yeah, they are irritable. It's yeah. a stressful city to live in. It turned out well in the end. She got her ice cream. <laughs> and perhaps... And uh, he got one as well. I don't know. Yeah. Ice cream is free. Ah, oh, well, maybe free. not, yeah. I could imagine them eating an ice cream, one each. But, yeah, yeah. it's funny. I don't know. So, okay, uh, we have one more story, and we left uh, the best story for the end. Well, maybe not the best, but it was the one... The one that made Isabel cry. The one that made me more shocked, and... This is uh, funny because uh, humans of New York now, they are trying a different strategy. So when they post a story, uh, now what they are doing, if it's, a, if it's not such a short story, it's a bit longer, what they do is that they post it in two parts. So they post half of the story with a photo first and then they wait a few hours and they post the the next part of the story mm -hmm. so it's uh, really good because it keeps people very very exciting it's like when you're watching a film and you don't it's know it's annoying because I want to read the whole story <laughs> and I have to wait until tomorrow to read the rest well it's more exciting <laughs> than annoying I think and people really love it and you can see all the comments it's people, a good strategy to get people to come back to your website yes of course And maybe people, we should finish this podcast now and continue it tomorrow <laughs> no way <laughs> they will kill us but it's it's funny to see the comments of people with the first bit of the story you know and they they, they already assume what is going to happen this is going to happen oh yes because it's like this like that and then it always turns out no it turns yeah. out resulta bueno la historia nunca acaba como te imaginas it turns yeah. out uh, in a completely different way that you expect it, than yeah. you expect it, sorry. It turns out in a completely different way than you expect it. So please, uh, Philip, 
Can you tell me who you can see in the picture and read the story? So in this picture, we can see a hand holding up a, a mobile phone. And on the mobile phone, you can see a picture of a man and a woman together. I imagine they're a couple. And so the story... She says, uh, we were together for about a year. He was my first real relationship after my divorce. We discovered all these strange coincidences in our lives. After we met, we noticed that we had over 100 mutual friends on Facebook. We found out that we had both grown up in a corner house of Pickford Avenue in Detroit. We were both writers. We went to the same local library growing up. All of these things seemed so perfect. I thought they showed that we were meant to be together. The coincidences still seem meaningful to me, but now they just seem to mean that we were meant to collide oh dear what is collide to collide is to crash into mm, like a collision no yeah comes from collision mm. so it sounded like the perfect relationship but in the end something's not good something bad happens mm. okay so yeah and then well, but everything seems so perfect. Now all we know is that they are not together anymore. You cannot imagine how it's going to end. So let's see what people said about this first part of the story. Yes, yeah, someone said, sounds like she's about to find out he's her brother. Oh, Ooh, she's maybe. about to find out, to discover no? Yeah, that is her brother. Wow, that Can you imagine? Shocking. Yeah. And another person says, I can't wait to see how this ends. I'm excited and terrified. Never know what will happen with Humans of New York stories. Mm, this is absolutely right. It could be a great story, no? Like the woman that was damp on Valentine's Day, or it could be something terrifying. Maybe he was cheating on her. Okay, so yeah, the second part, there is also a photo, but now it's just the woman and she's holding the phone. And what can you see in the phone? She's holding up a f her phone and there's another picture, but this time it's of a cat. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what does it say, Philip? It says, my cat died about a week before Brooke did. Oh, dear. Her <gasps> name was Naja. She used to always nuzzle in between Brooke and I. So we would laugh about how she was jealous. And was trying to come between us. Whenever we'd see a stray cat on the street, Brooke would say that Naja had sent a spy to keep an eye on us. I didn't see a stray cat for a whole week after Naja died. When I finally saw one, I took this photo and sent it to Brooke. He texts back that Naja had sent a cat to keep an eye on me. I got a call that night at 1.07 a.m., Brooke had a heart attack. He passed away before I got to the hospital. I like to imagine Brooke and Naja nuzzling together in heaven is one of the things that's helped me get through these last few months. Oh my goodness. Wow. This is so sad. So basically, yeah, her cat and her boyfriend, Brooke, they died, well, just with the the difference of one week. Yeah. This is horrible. And 
if you are listening and you are not too shocked, maybe I would like to go through the text because there is quite a lot of uh, vocabulary here that I think we should review. For example, as he says, uh, she used to always nuzzle in between Brooke and I. Nuzzle, yeah, to nuzzle is... It's um, what pets do, no? It's como acurrucarse. Yeah, um, with your nose. Mm, yeah, to wrap, no? Restregarse, yeah. Yeah, with your nose. You know what cats do, they nuzzle, don't they, mm. with you? I had never heard a stray cat. What is a stray cat? A stray cat is a cat that doesn't have an owner, so mm -hmm. you see a lot of them in Spain. So it's like a homeless cat, a street cat. Yeah. No? Yeah, exactly. Es un Stray gato de la cat. calle. And uh, what is to keep an eye on someone? He sent a spy to keep an eye on us. To keep an eye on is like to vigilar, no? To watch, no? Vigilar, yeah. Yeah, keep an eye on. Heart attack. Ah, Como se dice heart attack? Yeah, ataque al corazón. Mm. Un infarto. And she said... He passed away before I got to the hospital. What yeah. does this mean? To pass away is another way to say to die. So it's a, it's a nicer way to say morir. Mm. This fallecer. is very, very It's como fallecer, no? Yeah, fallecer. Uh, yeah, this is very sad because he couldn't say goodbye, no? And to finish the stories, he says uh, that, yeah, imagining uh, her boyfriend and her cat together in heaven is one of the things that has helped her get through the last few months. What, what does it mean to get through? Como superar, no? Mm. To survive? Mm. Yeah, es como sobrevivir. So, wow. Wow, uh, this is a really sad story to end the podcast on. Yeah, this really, bueno... Me hizo emocionarme. You could say in English, this really touched me. It moved you. It didn't it move me so much, but yeah, it moved you. Oh, you're an un <laughs> unsensitive person. Insensitive. I, uh, oh no, you're an insensitive person. It's really horrible though, isn't it? To lose first your cat and then your boyfriend a week later. That's just um horrible turn of events. Poor woman, it's... She I mean, just lost the two things that she loved the most within mm. one week. What did people say? What are the comments? Somebody said, I did not see that coming. And another person said, I'm so sorry for your loss. I didn't make it to the hospital in time before my husband passed away several years ago in a car accident. But I know he loved me just as I know Brooke loved you. You're in my thoughts. It's very sad, but, well, it will make us appreciate everything that we've got. It's um, true. To realize that you can lose everything within one minute, one second, or one week, like this uh, poor woman. Teaches you to appreciate what you have, no? And not take anything for granted. Mm. Can you remember a moment uh, of your life when you were really shocked? Something shocking that has happened to you, like, for example, have you been close to death for example or in a very risky or dangerous situation me because i have i don't think i've been close to death that's good to hear but you know i i just remember a story because about uh, two months ago i think mm -hmm. i escaped death how 
I was uh, just uh, here in Barcelona, just around the city, and I was uh, riding my bike, and suddenly I heard a really, really loud noise, like something crashing. And when I turned around, there was a whole wall. Uh, the bricks were all on the floor. The whole wall just collapsed and fell down. Mm. The whole wall that I had just passed by. The wall wasn't too high. It was maybe three meters high. But it was quite uh, wide, maybe about, mm, I don't know, seven meters wide. It wasn't thick, very thick, just maybe two bricks. Mm-hmm. But the ancho era igual unos siete metros, y de alto igual como tres metros, un poco más que, so que una persona. So you narrowly escaped death. Yeah, se cayó todo el muro de golpe. Yeah. No sé cómo, estaba mal hecho, no sé. Se cayó de golpe sobre la acera, la acera por la que yo acababa de how pasar. Did, but how did the wall fall? Con mi bici. I don't know, it's a mystery. They were doing some works uh, around this wall because they are building uh, some new offices. And when I turned around, I had my music, I think. I had my headphones on. Mm -hmm. I was listening to music, so I heard something really, really strong, but I didn't know what happened. So I turned around and I saw a man with a scared face and he put his hands on his head, you know, this uh, expression when you yeah. are, oh my God, oh my what goodness. has happened? And I turned around and I saw there was no wall anymore and the whole uh, acera pavement, no? Mm -hmm. the whole it was pavement. all covered by bricks. Oh my goodness. So if it had been three seconds earlier, I would have been covered by these bricks. Oh my goodness. And you would have died. I don't know. I don't know how strong that is uh, if it hits you. Well, yeah, if a brick hits but, uh, you on the head, then... I will have been, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe I will have died or I will have been seriously injured. Yeah, I definitely. Guess. So, oh my yeah, goodness. I'm glad um, you, I'm glad the wall didn't fall on you. Yeah, of course. Maybe I wouldn't be here uh, talking on this microphone. Oh my goodness. So that's your human of Barcelona story. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I was other so, stories, but that was the... So, but shocking. that was quite a long version. So in summary, how would you say it? <laughs> I'm not very good at summarizing, as so you, you might say, know. I was on my way home and, and I, I heard... I escaped death. Punto. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I was on my way home from work and I narrowly escaped being crushed by a falling wall. If I had left yeah, 10 so seconds <laughs> earlier, I would have been dead. Mm. Wow. That's a good one. So, yeah, here I am. I escaped from death. Are you happy to be alive? <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes, I think we all need a near-death experience to really appreciate our lives. Unfortunately, I haven't had a near-death experience. Maybe well, I need that's one. Good. That's good. But yeah, maybe at that moment, uh, my life changed because since that... Well, lately I've been feeling very positive. Uh, I, if something bad happens, I don't get upset. I just, it's not that I don't care, but since, I don't let anything Since the wall fell. Me. Maybe, I don't know if it was, but recently I have felt very, very positive. Uh, I have changed a lot. 
I'm, yeah. I've realized I'm here to enjoy life. And whenever something happens and someone is complaining or telling me, oh, look at this and that. And I just said, look, you know, don't worry. It will be fine. It will be sorted. There is a solution for everything. Absolutely. You're very positive. But not for death. No. And what could my story be? I don't know. Um, it doesn't. It can be a love story. It can be maybe a story of uh, when you first uh, arrived in Madrid. I was 21 when I moved to Madrid on my own. I bought my ticket. I packed my bag. I went to the airport. My mother dropped me off. Mm -hmm. And I said goodbye to my mom. I got on the plane and I arrived in Madrid. I found my way to the metro. I asked for directions to the center of the city. A man told me to go to Nuevos Ministerios. Mm -hmm. And that's where I got off the metro. And I looked around and I saw lots of cars. And I couldn't really see accommodation. Oh, so you didn't book your accommodation in advance? No, I just booked my flight and went. <laughs> So I walked from Nuevos Ministerios, I walked around a bit, and then I bought a map. And then I found my way into the center eventually, after a long walk, because it's quite a long walk from Nuevos Ministerios. And then I found eventually some accommodation. I started my new life in Madrid. And that night I went out, I met some friendly madrileños, we went for some drinks and I had never been out so late in my life. I ended up coming home at eight o'clock in the morning and I was completely exhausted, but, mm. but enjoying the experience. And it's not a very interesting story. But, but I know, I think you have a very interesting story because I remember when I met you a little bit after I met you, you went traveling for a month on your own around Europe. I thought that was very brave of you. And I'm sure you've got, uh, I mean, if you could summarize this experience in yeah. one sentence, what would you say? Well, what did you learn? It's difficult to put it into one sentence. Maybe we should do a whole podcast episode on traveling around Europe because it was mm. an amazing experience, but I would say I had some really good times, but also some really difficult times. Yeah, like when you went to the cash machine at the end and you had no money left. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of the bad times. <laughs> also, another bad time was when I missed a train and I had to sleep in the the train station. Oh. And it was cold. This was in, I think I was in Vienna. I missed the train and... It was very late and I had no accommodation and I had to sleep on the cold, hard floor of the station, the train station. And uh, I was awoken by the security man oh. at maybe four o'clock in the morning. And he he kicked me and said, hey, you can't sleep here. You have to move. So I had to to go out into the streets and uh, I think luckily the the train came soon after then, so I wasn't 
It wasn't too bad. Oh. But there were also some really amazing memories. Wow. So I would really, really like to hear from all of you. Please uh, share your stories. Yeah, please leave your comments and tell us this little anecdote about your life. Maybe you could tell us a short story of a very happy day in your mm. life. Yeah, or it can also be an advice, uh, something that you've a learned. A piece of advice. A piece of advice, yeah. And uh, maybe we could uh, record another podcast uh, with your stories. We could share them with everyone. Yeah, maybe we can start Humans of Amigos Ingleses. <laughs> that doesn't sound very good. No. But it could be Humans of the World because we've got uh, people listening to us uh, in many countries. Yeah. So, so uh, please leave us a comment with a similar story to the ones we've told you in this episode. And we'd really love to, to read them. And don't forget to take advantage of our offer with italki. Puedes conseguir una clase gratis con tu primera compra en italki. Simplemente ve a amigosingleses.com barra italki y ahí tienes toda la información donde puedes registrar. O también debajo de este post del podcast podéis encontrar el link de italki y quién sabe, igual podéis eh, tener una clase con un profesor de Nueva York con un inglés nativo que igual tiene historias muy interesantes que contaros claro, claro you y never know you never know y también puedes agregarnos como amigos en Aitoki Isabel y yo estamos allí búscanos y seríamos muy contentos estaríamos ser, estaríamos muy contentos uh, de ser vuestros amigos yeah, and don't forget to uh, like Humans of New York on Facebook if you want to get notifications for these uh, amazing stories and it will help you improve your English. Absolutely, yeah. You could read a story, one story a day and I'm sure you'd improve a lot in the long run. Mm. So, well, it was nice to have you back and uh, we will see you in the next podcast. Yeah, thanks for listening. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. ¿No has entendido todo? No problem. Hemos creado para ti las worksheets. Son PDFs que van con cada capítulo, diseñado para ayudarte a mejorar tu inglés de la forma más fácil y natural. Cada worksheet contiene la transcripción completa, todo el vocabulario clave, las frases, ejercicios y más, para que saques el máximo partido de cada capítulo. Para conseguirlas, Visita nuestra tienda en amigosingleses.com.